Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of acting your wage. So let's first talk about what that actually means. So it means buying things that you can realistically and actually afford. So many people are trying to keep up with the lifestyles of celebrities and other people that they see on social media that they are essentially overextending themselves and going into debt just to essentially flex and look amazing on social media. And so I really want to touch on this today. Now, I am going to put a disclaimer. I am not here to offend anyone. And the things that I am going to say in this episode are really just coming from a place of love and concern. I really want to see everyone win financially, but in order for that to happen, we have to do better. Okay, so let's jump right into it. So for example, if you are working for a minimum wage, why would you be comfortable spending $400 to $1,000 buying a Gucci belt? for example. Now I know this may seem like a very random example, but I do know someone who has actually done this and it was not a knockoff that they purchased. They actually went to a luxury retail store and purchased a Gucci belt while making minimum wage. So let's put that into perspective, right? I wanna put some context around this so you can really understand how insane something like that is. So here in New York, um, at the time that I am recording this episode, minimum wage is $15 an hour. So let's say this person spent $600 buying this belt. You would have to essentially work over 40 hours in order to purchase this belt. So you literally will have to bust your hump for over a week to buy a belt. To me, that is absolutely insanity. Now, if you are busting your hump for a week to make an investment into something, or you're working on saving up towards something, of course, that is a totally different conversation. But to spend, let's say just for this example, let's say 50 hours. So to spend 50 hours of your time, and I'm using that number because you'll have to pay taxes and all of that. So just just to keep things simple. So to spend 50 hours of your hard earned time, blood, sweat, and tears, just to be able to purchase a belt. Again, that to me is insane. And then furthermore, you are probably someone who does not have any other financial responsibilities, or if you do, you literally are neglecting those responsibilities just so you can buy a belt. 
Now this belt, right? You're going to just, how many times can you wear this Gucci belt? How long are you going to have it to say, okay, I made this as an investment? And as with anything else, it's going to have a lower resale value in the event that you do decide you want to sell it because now you're short on cash. So this is why I am saying we need to start acting our wage. If you are working for minimum wage, buying a Gucci belt, a real Gucci belt from a luxury retailer for $600 is not something that you should be prioritizing in your life. There are so many better uses for your $600. Now let's kind of go back and talk about affordable, right? So we talked about acting your wage and that means buying things you can realistically afford because I think that there is also this false notion of what we can afford. Now here's what I mean by that. So these corporations are now giving us so many ways to make payments on things. We can buy a $1,000 cell phone and make payments on it for two years, right? And now I see in the retail space when it comes to clothes and other goods, you can buy just about anything and make payments on it. Now, just because you can afford those monthly or weekly payments does not mean you can actually afford it because if you could actually afford it, you would be able to pay for it all at once. So when I think about financing and making payments, I'm thinking large purchases, right? So like a home, a car, an investment property, right? Because these are hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars. And so you may not be able to buy that all up front. Like I financed my vehicles. I am financing my house right now, right? But I can't get my mind around financing a pocketbook, for example. That makes no sense to me. Financing clothing, right, makes no sense to me. So I really want you to take a step back and think about that word being affordable because if you cannot go into your pocketbook or wallet and swipe that card to buy that thing up front, that means right now you cannot afford it. And so what we should be doing instead of making payments to these companies, just save up to buy that thing that you want. Um, The biggest issue that I have right now is these daggone cell phones. The fact that we have to finance cell phones is just so irritating to me that I have now decided that I am no longer doing that. Have I financed phones before at 0% APR? Yes, I have. I have two phones, right? Well, one phone, right now and a tablet that I'm quote unquote financing and I just need to go ahead and just get rid of those because it's just annoying making those payments. But I bought myself a new cell phone last year. I paid for it in full. I refuse to buy into this trap of monthly payments for something that is essentially not enhancing my life. It's not making me richer. It's not doing anything to increase the income into my household or increase my net worth. So why am I going to go ahead and finance that? So I have put a line in the sand. I am done doing that. 
So for right now, what I should be doing, right, is saving up to buy a new phone in a few years. But I feel like this phone I have right now, I just bought it a year ago. It should be good for the next three years. So I can hold off on saving up for a new cell phone. But once I am in the market, that is the plan for me. I refuse to just buy into this financing lifestyle for just any and everything. It is insane to me. So before making any purchase, especially if it is expensive, I want you to stop and think about a few things in order to decide if you can actually afford it and if you, if you should actually purchase it. So the first thing I would recommend is try to avoid making impulse purchases. These companies are very strategic and very intentional about the emails and the ads that they flash across your screen. So if you do find that you're itching or tempted to buy something, I would say stop and give yourself 24 to 48 hours to think about this purchase and to see if you still have that same impulsive need to make that purchase. More likely than not, once you've had a day or two to think about it, you probably will feel or realize you don't really need that item per se. It was just something that you thought you needed and because you saw this great deal, you felt compelled to buy. But by taking that 24 to 48 hours uh, downtime essentially to rethink it, you may realize you don't actually need that item anymore. This is definitely something that I had to implement because as I've said before, I am definitely a shopper. I like to spend and impulsive buys definitely have tricked me up in my past. So for me, I definitely try to follow this general rule of thumb. So much so even when going to the mall, I don't really go to the mall now because of COVID, but when I was going to the mall, I would deliberately avoid walking through certain stores or going through certain doors and sections of certain stores because I knew I would get easily distracted. So for example, I like shoes and I like pocketbooks. There is one particular entrance in Macy's, for example, where as soon as you walk in, that is all you see. To your right is the shoe section, to the left is the pocketbooks, and that actually would be the parking lot I would normally park at park in because that was just the norm for me. But I knew that if I did that, I would literally get distracted in that section for an hour or so and would more than likely end up buying something. So because I know that is a weakness, if you will, that I have, I now, or well, when I was going to the mall, I deliberately would not walk through that section. I would walk through a different section or I would start parking in the food court because going to the food court for me is easy. Like I know I'm not gonna buy anything because I'm really big on trying to eat at home and buying food is not really an impulsive buy for me. So I could easily walk through the food court without being tempted to buy something. So again, having that self-awareness is so important because that way you can start to make changes and just maneuver differently through life. Now, the next thing I would recommend for you to do is start putting a dollar value of, on your time 
and therefore start calculating how much of your time do you have to invest to make this particular purchase. So as in the example we just went through, right, this individual was making $15 an hour and they were going to buy a belt for $600. Now, if you were not taking taxes into consideration or anything like that, that would equate to 40 hours. But as we know, we do have to pay taxes and benefits and all of that. So instead of having to work 40 hours, that person may actually have to work about 50 plus hours in order to bring home $600 so they could then go ahead and purchase so-called Gucci belt. Now for me, I would not want to do that because that is a lot of time to invest that you can't get back just to buy a belt. So when you start to equate purchases with how much time you have to spend in order to make that purchase, you will definitely start to think about things differently and you will be more strategic in how you spend your money. Now, of course, there are going to be times you are going to want to treat yourself for a birthday, an anniversary, maybe you just need a reward because you've done something great, maybe you've got a promotion at work, right? There are definitely situations where you can overextend yourself a little bit to buy yourself something nice. Listen, I'm all about that life, but that cannot be the norm. That cannot be something you're doing on a weekly, monthly basis because that lifestyle will essentially keep you broke. And then something else that you can start to think about before making an expensive purchase is, is this going to enrich my life now or in the future? You know, buying a nice pocketbook is going to make you feel good, right? It definitely something that makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside, but that's not really going to enrich my life. It's not going to increase my net worth. So I've gotten to a point now where buying like new bags is not something that I'm doing on a regular basis. One, because it's just not a great investment. We are homeowners and there are projects that we want to do to enhance the value and just um, improve the aesthetics of our home. So for me, my priorities have shifted. So would I like to get a new pocketbook? Of course, you know, my birthday is gonna be at the end of the year. Maybe I want one, maybe I won't, I don't know. But for right now, my priority isn't to buy the newest bag or to buy some new shoes. It's really about investing in my future. So that means buying assets, stocks, bonds, crypto, well, not really bonds, stocks, cryptocurrency, index funds, and things like that to increase my net worth. It is, you know, saving money to do projects to improve the quality and the value of our home. And so as you start to move through life, your priorities will, of course, shift and change. But realistically, it's so important to really just make sure you are being strategic and intentional with how you spend your money, not overextending yourself, and more importantly, not doing things to quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses. We kind of talked about that in last week's episode, and that is something that you are probably going to hear me talk about a lot because it is so easy to get caught up in trying to keep up with the people in your circle or the people that you see on social media. 
But like I said, we need to stay in our lane. You have no idea where these people are in their journeys. You have no idea if they're going into debt to do the things or to buy the things that you see them doing. So stay in your lane, focus on what you're doing. You know where you are in your journey. And if you are not happy with where you are, again, you can start putting in the work to start getting you from where you are now to where you ultimately want to be. So I really hope that today's message drove home. I hope you really start to put that value on your time and just get very intentional of how you spend your money because the time that you were spending to make that money, you can't get that time back. So I want to thank you for stopping by for today's episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.